0: expand your awareness, your energy flows freely. You're more flexible, balanced, and creative. You view yourself and the world with more compassion and understanding. You have more energy and are open to new possibilities. That's a great quote from Deepak Chopra. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Heal. We happen to have two fabulous guests with us today. You won't hear Brittany's voice, unfortunately. She's a little under the weather. She had her second shot yesterday, thankfully, but she is recovering from that. Um, But you will hear her on our next episode after this one when we get to chat about all of our um, guests that we have on today. So we get to talk about you guys later. So let's welcome our two guests today. We have Rose Whippich of Rose Whippich Wellness, and she's located in New Jersey. Correct, Rose? And then we also have... Judy Clutton, and she's in the UK she is a balanced time um, I'll give you her website so you can check her out and I'll also give you Rose's website at the end of the podcast and they'll also help me in remembering to do that but let's welcome them welcome ladies thank you thank you for having me perhaps, thank you
1: hello thank you yeah great to be here thank you Elizabeth
0: I'm so grateful to have both of you on today because our topic this week is about energy on our last podcast, we were talking about energy in the sense of the law of attraction and how we attract what we put out. Um, so this, I thought, was a great opportunity to sort of um, segue into energy and what we all do for energy and really what you guys do, because I do the same thing you do. <laughs> but it's going to be so nice to talk to people who are in like profession and, um, and to hear from you and learn from you in hopes to help other people so rose in your um business you teach yoga you also are a reiki master which is exciting um and qigong instructor yes so you work with a lot of energy you're pretty much the energy queen yes yeah (laughs) my license my
2: license plate my license plate says great energy i have a special license
0: plate (laughs) i love that uh, yeah yeah (laughs) I love that. I always say energy is everything and everything is energy. Right. Um, but I don't think that would fit on a license plate, but I'd like that. <laughs> and Judy, you are also a Reiki master. This is exciting. I didn't think I knew that when you first said you would come on. So that's, we have three Reiki masters in the house. Hey. And then you also are a meditation teacher. I am too. I do that as well. Um and you also, I, you know what I loved. You work in some shamanic practices. I want to, yes. I want to hear a little bit more about that. I went on a shamanic journey once, and I thought that was really interesting.
1: Yeah, fascinating work. Yeah, I love, I love shamanic practices, and uh, been using them for a long time. Boom! And Jim, Judy froze.
0: <laughs> Judy, you froze for a second.
2: She oh. went on a journey.
0: Yeah she, <laughs> yeah, she she must have gone somewhere deep because she just froze for a second. Oh, um, sorry okay. About that. So I did want to start by asking both of you, and you know, Rose, if you want to go first, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that would be great. How did you get into this line of work? What did something prompt you? Did what happened?
2: So, um, as far as uh, this type of work, I started uh, in Reiki to become a Reiki practitioner when my children were very young. I have twin boys. And they were diagnosed with NF1, which is a type of, I don't want to say disease, but they can get uh, cysts in their body. It could be benign, could be malignant, mostly benign. And when they were at a very young age and diagnosed, I decided to become a Reiki practitioner in order to help them so that I can help their healing. Uh, And I have to say, and my one son has a, a glioma or a tumor on his optic nerve. So as a mom, I was very concerned and felt like I couldn't do anything except I became a Reiki practitioner and I used the Reiki healing on them and knock on wood or whatever, they've, they're now 16 and we've had no issues, just.
0: That's incredible.
2: Yeah, it's it's been amazing. Um, you know, they have the occasional little gliomas in their bodies, but the doctor is just like, you know, nothing became major throughout. Their life. So, um, and we have other things here and there, but that was my primary intention. And then That's I so had breast, yeah. And then I had breast cancer um, a few years after I became a Reiki practitioner. So I also helped myself throughout the healing process. So that was the driving force. That was the driving factor helping my that own That would family. make sense
0: to me. That would that makes perfect sense to me. I think it's probably something that would make me jump into a different mode of healing as well. Um, I always have said that every mom should learn Reiki level one at the least just for herself and her kids. So yes, and it's your perfect example of why. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing so Judy, what is your story? So tell me how you got into your line of business.
1: So very different actually. So I, um, had a bit of a nervous breakdown in my twenties and, um, or I was on the cusp of a nervous breakdown um, and I was signposted to counselling and the problem with counselling is it was trying to dredge up my past and I'm very privileged, I'm very blessed, I've had a, a lovely childhood and upbringing and the problem wasn't my past, it was how I was dealing with my present, how I was, was dealing with the situations that life was throwing at me which are nothing as challenging as the last year and nothing as challenging as the things I've dealt with since but in my 20s and my naivety I thought it was all the end of the world and but I Judy, that was your
0: reality it was the end yeah, of the world it makes and, sense you
1: know yeah and and then you know, explored different things and then I saw a meditation course and thought what, what's the worst can, that can happen? Let's give it a go. And this course was fascinating. It was before mindfulness was such a buzzword. It was pure meditation and it was led by a master of Tai Chi. Um, he actually used to be, um, you know, sort of a Buddhist monk and he left the monastery because he fell in love with one of the students. It's a lovely story. <laughs> um, and he you know, became this Tai Chi master. But he taught this beautiful meditation course and it wasn't just your standard breath work. There was energy work qigong and tai chi was included session two um and the last session which i almost wasn't going to go to because i thought this sounds a bit woo woo was sound healing oh. and that was amazing in terms of transforming energy um, and what it it was fantastic. It transformed my life. It helped me. I had chronic RSI in both my wrists and it had been so severe that at times I hadn't been able to drive, hadn't been able to work uh, or type because I was very much tied to the keyboard. Um, And uh, the combination of the course and particularly the sound and energy work that we did um, cured that. It, it got rid of that problem within me. And I... Again, that's amazing. Like, it's it was amazing. Absolutely. This is fantastic. And I need to maintain this. And when I also noticed... Uh, because I was a fair weather meditator I noticed oh you know I meditate I stay calm for a few days and then it's like <laughs> there's a rush of everything coming back oh I need to do more of this right. I need to and it's not that the meditation was stirring things it was that it was giving me tools for calmness
0: that's
1: right you probably were noticing and, the things coming and I was noticing yeah. <laughs> the the things that I hadn't noticed before and or I've been curing with unhelpful distractions and unhelpful habits and
0: I'm the uh, queen of that I'm I'm I definitely uh, put my head down and I feel like I focus on a big project and it's really sometimes to avoid what's really going on you know so I achieve things and that's fabulous but I don't feel great you know like I'm just like I'm spending too much energy sometimes.
1: So, and and I think that's the beauty of this work is we're all still learning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, I love the way, you know, you've invited us on to learn yeah. and to share together um, I, I get tired in in this space when I hear people who think that they're the guru and they don't want to listen to others because the true gurus are still learning are still evolving and I agree, there's so much you know yeah. in studying this for 20 years and learning to to teach it formally I every time I learn something new I feel there's so much more to learn there is. Um, there is and and that's what I'm hoping this podcast
0: is going to help other people with they may not have ever I mean if they've listened to me they know about meditation and Reiki because I think it's all I talk about but anyways
1: (laughs) they might show people different perspectives so I I think and that's yeah well both of
0: you have different backgrounds the reason why you got into all of this is it's completely different and if you heard my story you would be like oh geez And I've only been doing this since I'm looking I have I'm at my studio and my certificates are across there and I'm like what year did I start 2014 maybe so not quite as long as as you guys and um I am definitely still learning I learn with every client that comes in here I learn something different you know
1: and that's what's beautiful about this work is the energy is continually supporting us and teaching mm-hmm. us.
0: So, so I, I did have a question, um, Rose, how long have you been doing yoga? And, and was that yoga um, because of your family situation for yourself or? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that
2: because um, I've been doing yoga for over 20 years and very similar story to with Judy, I had a very traumatic experience relationship, right? How many of us have had bad relationships? Well, this one was extremely bad, and um, I had a lot of physical issues from it. Um, and then I discovered yoga. And here, yoga class was, you know, forty-five minutes away. And I found the yoga class, and there was no yoga classes back twenty-five years ago here. And I started taking yoga class, and connected my mind, my body. I, 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 I started. It ignited a spiritual practice. I found that my body was healing. I felt better and it just changed my life um i owe a lot to that teacher who i reconnected with after 25 years because i felt i had to tell her that she changed Mm -hmm. my life and i'm Mm -hmm. now here doing the work that she put out 25 years ago or longer and so that's how i began yoga and that just launched a whole spiritual direction for me, a whole spiritual journey, and it unfolded so many things, and things just started, you know, Reiki, I was I was introduced to Reiki back 20 years ago when nobody knew what Reiki was. No. Either, um, but so that's when I was introduced to it, and then later on I became a practitioner. So then at the age of 55, which is three years ago, I became a yoga teacher, because I wanted to inspire those women around the same age group, or even younger, to, Learn about to yoga and to to connect with their body and their mind and to feel better, and um, so I've been doing that. That's that's
0: That's awesome. Been been great, yeah. It's funny we're talking about. I mean, we know yoga means union, right? Mm -hmm. Am I right? Okay, because I'm not a yoga teacher yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am taking a class though. Um, (laughs) And and it's connecting your mind with your body, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. I feel like that is the biggest, and you guys back me up on this or don't, but I want to know what your opinion is. The biggest disconnect that people have is from their mind and their body. That's like, I I think for myself, even for the past few years, I'm just learning more and more as, as I become more mindful and in my training and in my practice and in my teaching, I feel like I still am struggling with the connection. So feeling certain emotions and feelings, where do I feel it? Why do I feel it there? What's going on there? I'm only just really doing that almost on a daily basis. Whereas I'd say two years ago, I feel like I was completely disconnected. I guess my point is, I feel like people are most disconnected, their mind and their body are the most disconnected. And I don't know that they even realize it. What do you think about that comment? Did it make sense?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I feel, for example, people that go into yoga, they go into yoga with the intention of a physical practice. And all they want to do is they want to feel the stretch. But then as they practice, they start to cultivate more of an awareness of not just the stretching, how it feels, but the emotional aspect or the energy aspect even. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start to feel better. And they, they realize that, what is actually what they're benefiting what's happening is that their their mind is their emotions and their their spiritual practices developing and they feel much better because of that and that's that they they come because of that not Mm -hmm. but for the stretching they come because they're feeling centered and grounded and tranquil along with mobile
0: and vital and radiant so there's um
2: i wonder if they make the
0: connection that that that's what they're feeling or if they're just I've been going to yoga and it's relaxing or whatever. I wonder if they're making the connection. Like my, I'm grounded because I'm doing this because of this practice, I'm grounded because I know that I'm centering some, myself. And
2: yeah, some people are, I mean, I ask people and they're like, I come here because of my mind, mm-hmm. they're telling me. And I think that's, that's amazing that you know, mm-hmm. they, they're aware of that. And one of the things I like to do is I like to help people become more aware of their energy as they practice in yoga, uh, try to feel the energy as it rises up and in their bodies and, and move the energy with intention. So mm-hmm. that's a whole nother layer, right? you know? So we got right. people got into yoga to help them stretch. Then we connect them with their mind. They're like, oh, I feel good, right? And now I'm like, now they, they can move their energy and be more aware of how they're feeling and how they're dealing with things based on that energetic aspect.
1: Right. So. I think it's interesting because unfortunately, or fortunately for you, there's not that many yoga teachers that follow that true vein of yoga. Um, I took a long time to get into yoga because I kept finding teachers that were all about the stretch, were all about my the first one I had was awful. She had, there was no spirituality in the class. It was kind of, you move from um, asana to asana, and it was just completely disconnected to the mind. It was all physical, but it was so, it wasn't even following the breath. Um, and it put me off yoga for a long time. Great for me because I sort of nurtured my energetic route through Qigong, through Tai Chi, through shamanic practice, through other things. And then I've come circled right back down round to yoga and I adore it now because I I recognize that mind-body connection. But I do think that sometimes uh, people, um, they're too quick to look for the body fix without making that recognition of how much the mind matters. And just as sometimes you have to start with physical fitness to get yourself healthy and well, you know that physical fitness isn't just doing the exercise once a week. It is looking at how you fuel your body, the nutrition, how much sleep you get, all those wider things. And please remember the mind mm-hmm. um I, I think very much in the UK the mind has been such an add-on you know mental health is such it, things have changed in in the past year and it's something that we're able to talk about much more honestly um, but it's still something that's really taboo um you know the old uh, British stiff upper lip and you know not being able to talk about that um it there is a disconnect um, and I want to challenge people and as soon as it starts to shift you know people will come for one as you say maybe for the yoga and then they realize the mind they, they stay the for the mind thing. yeah they stay for the mind and 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 the other and the other way around but also it's about enhancing that practice hence the development and the deep work that you offer Rose which sounds amazing I want to come to some of your classes I know. um <laughs> it sounds wonderful um but it, it is that connection that is is recognizing, okay, I need to work more on my mind at the moment. I've got stuck in some negative thought loops. So as wonderful as my yoga, my running, my exercise practices are, I need to really pay attention to what's coming up here just as you would work a particular muscle group to Mm -hmm. strengthen something and if you're training yeah for elite sport you would work at all aspects of your life Mm -hmm. you wouldn't just work at your sporting practice you'd look at your attitude you'd look at the plumpness of your pillows and all those <laughs> things that uh, the Olympians look at in order to get that point second performance in right. improvement. So
0: so can I ask both of you another question that popped into my head as we were, as I was listening to both of you? Um, I know that you can't say no to this. I mean, that was a rhetorical question. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> I mean, it's a podcast. So of course, I'm going to ask you a question. So if you were to meet someone on the street, and you had to explain energy to them how, how would you i'm curious because i i know how i do it so i'd I'm, I'm, like to hear from both of you to explain not necessarily this is what i do for a living but how do you explain energy so let's rose if you feel comfortable talking about the yoga sure. aspect and then judy if you want to you can talk about reiki if you want you can talk about your um, meditation but in general, like how would you explain energy to someone who has no idea what you're talking about? Well, I'm, I'm going to talk about it from the Qigong aspect as well. Okay, that's because
2: great. Qigong, Qigong is all energy work. Right. Yeah, that's right. It really is about energy, not so much about the movement, but it is the energy. Don't you shift so, and move your energy during Qigong? Yeah, you cultivate that connection with the energy, and you you're controlling that energy. So, t- when I talk about energy, I talk about, you know, life force. Right. It's it's what makes you live and energy is made up of the air we breathe the food we eat the thoughts we have it's made up of all that you know the blood circulating the organs pumping energy is made up of all that so you need to give people a little bit of a tangible uh explanation right so i think think that's why i'm asking yeah i think the
0: whole reason why i'm asking the question is because it's not concrete people don't well some people feel it and see it and whatever but most people don't no. Right, and so right. how do you explain? So go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry, no, it's
2: okay. So, 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 so that's you know. So they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, I'm living because of all that. But then when I when I when I teach people, like say, for example, Chigan, I just start to have them tune into their body and talk about the meridians or the energy channels in their body. So there's the chakras, right, mm-hmm. in yoga, and then in in um, Qigong, we have the meridians which connect to the organs. So as we do poses or movement, I bring people uh, their awareness to 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 those energy channels and just within and see what they feel and and move the energy and connect with the energy and you know even talking about it I you know I guess as a Reiki master you guys know as soon as you start talking about something your energy your hands start to tingle they get hot so yeah they get hot <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: but. But there's, there is a physical sensation to energy when you're moving the body. And I, and I have them connect to that. Qigong is very new here. And energy is new here as well or anywhere. So it, it's something that um, uh, people need to be in tune to to think, to to listen to their body, to feel in their body. And they may feel it, they may not feel it. But I encourage that connection. It's constantly... You know, if you, if you feel a pulsating somewhere, it's not, you know, it could be just your energy moving or a twinge somewhere, a muscle ache, it could be the energy moving in your body. Right, right. You know, freeing up stuck energy. So I, and I, sometimes I use the analogy of like, um, traffic, right? If you have a highway and there's traffic, it's the energy is not moving. You feel stagnant, you feel fatigued, then you feel not right. And then when you're freeing up the energy, there's no traffic, you're just moving along. And that's how that energy moves through your body when it's healthy.
0: You're in the flow.
2: You're in the flow. Yeah. yeah. So like that's that. kind of how I explained it. I like
0: that. So what do you think, Judy? Up for the challenge?
1: I, I think that's a beautiful explanation. I love it. Um, I'm. Did you, did you take notes? <laughs> I, I, did, I did take notes thinking, right, okay, I need to not mention this and come at it from a different approach i probably would start with a different approach because of the scientific mind that i was i was born with and i've i've challenged and evolved from that but i i would come at things quite scientifically i'd hope that people have an understanding of energy from school um obviously if it was a child and they're not talked about this at school or not talked about certain things then yeah you might approach it differently um yeah i think that
0: people do have the scientific understanding of what energy is and then trying to connect it to what what we do with energy to heal so we know that
1: energy you know we energy and matter are all connected um and yeah, that wonderful Einstein formula. We we know that we are beings of of energy and we know that energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be transformed. And I love to start with that because people suddenly get, Oh yeah, I've transformed and <laughs> energy and just talking about that makes people okay all right the en- energy is something within us mm-hmm. um and then we can talk about what that is and i also get it right back to our molecular level and this is how i was was taught a lot of ki and and qi, qigong work and qi and qi work um and the qi the key is just the japanese the chinese word for energy right mm-hmm. yeah you know, that's there's nothing no great mysticism in those words. The application of it can be wonderfully mystical, but it's just paying more attention to yourself and realizing that we are all beings of light and empty space. If we were to get us right down to a subatomic level, we're mainly empty space and these tiny, tiny particles vibrating at a really high frequency. Now, we layer that on with our bodies, with, our, with the form that we have, and there's different things happening at, at different levels of the microscope, and that's where I bring a connection between this subatomic piece of energy, which, okay, great, we're whizzing around all these particles, to the earth. And the shamanic roots of we are all beings of earth, air, fire, and water. We are earthy in the sense of we are physical. We are made up of organs, and 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 that's fantastic. That keeps that's what keeps us alive. Um, we are made up of air. Our breath, from when we are born to when we die, is keeping us alive. We have fire within us. We need the sun to keep us alive, um, and we need the sun in the the food that. That we eat but we have a fire and energy in how we transform that food and how we create things and the passion and the creativity with which we bring to our world and then there's a water within us we are mainly made up of water um it was 80 percent of, of the body is, is water i probably got the stat wrong now um and, and blood is mainly water blood plasma is is water and that that keeps us alive and takes the takes the breath around the body in in our blood all these things that are intertwined and we need and connecting to this energy enables you to recognize have you got a bit stuck in the mud in the earthiness? Do you need more fire and energy in your life? Have you got too fiery, angry? Is there too much conflict in your life? Are you too airy and you're not grounded? And that's perhaps leading to challenges at work or school or study and lack of focus. Are you in the flow, that beautiful thing that's talked about across business, coaching books everywhere, the flow of life. When you're in flow, you are 200% more productive that amazing step that was researched a few years ago, 200% more effective. Who wouldn't want to live their life in, in that flow? And that's all energy work is trying to get you to, to your best, most beautiful, most productive version of yourself by living in harmony with yourself. And I would also challenge you to say with, with others. And that, includes the very most important entity that supports us and that's the earth
0: i love that that's fabulous and i have to say um just a perfect timing for us to take a super quick break um and we'll be back in just a minute you guys okay with that yeah cool all right we'll be back in just a moment And we're back. Um, So listen to this. During the break, we started talking a little bit about self-care after Rose said, you know, Elizabeth, when I first got on here, I thought to myself, (laughs) you could use a little self-care. And she's so right. She's so right. Spot on. She read my energy um, a little bit too much. Although I've been taking much better care of myself this past year, I definitely need to find more time to do little things to help clear my energy better to protect my energy better just to turn off and relax a little bit meditation helps me with that but there are definitely other things that I think I should try and the reason why I want to talk about that now is because these ladies have some neat ideas so who would like to share their self-care tip you can share one or two I don't care no pressure if you don't have any it's fine But I thought the conversation over the break was awesome. And I think that we should, and it's beneficial for anyone who's listening. Judy, do you want to share about how you talked about the earth and cleansing? Okay. And the bath too?
1: Yeah. So I was going to start off with a different way to approach um, a a bath is, um, and you can do this with a shower, but I'll look at that separately. But to have a bath and... Pick a warm day or turn your heating up so that you're not gonna be cold doing this because after having a lovely pampering bath, you're gonna sit in the bath for a moment when the water's out, which sounds like your fear of the cold is gonna stop you doing it, but trust me, it is really powerful. So have a lovely bath, make the bath as relaxing as possible, if that means candles, crystals, music safely. Um, whatever you need to make that bath a lovely experience and at the end you pull out the plug and as the water goes you stay in and as the water begins to drain and you feel it moving across your body feel a sense of all the rubbish all the negativity all of the energy that doesn't serve you that you've absorbed throughout your thoughts throughout your worries throughout the things people have said or done in your day is being drained away being pulled down that plug hole and then you're sat there and as you sit there when all the water has gone you suddenly feel this prickling Um, of the skin and it's the cold, it's the air getting to you and just observe that for a moment and notice how privileged we are to have the warmth to not be in the freezing cold and it makes you feel really alive you then rub you rub yourself in a nice warm towel and get yourself dry and your skin feels so alive and tingly um, there's so and- many
0: aspects to this one thing that you just said that, are, that that promote mindfulness and wellness and one is connecting your mind to your body and just feeling that sh- that chill that you might feel Noticing the water as it slowly low lo- goes past, like lowers and uh, past your body and down to the drain, bringing your attention to all of these things really is pulling you into the present moment. And then visualizing all of the crud, if you will, just going into the drain. I love all of that. All of that connects your mind to your body so well.
1: Yeah. So. That I really love. And one other one that I would share is the power of nature. And you can do this by getting outside, but you can also connect inside and just visualizing. But I really love to get outside and connect consciously connect to the elements. Um, so you know, actually, even in the cold, and I was out doing this the other night, treading barefoot upon the earth. We have a terrible habit of only doing this for a few, well, in the UK, uh, a few months of the very best summery days. And in actual fact, there's a real beauty in connecting to the earth with your feet and feeling that sense of grounding. Don't do it on a hard surface. (laughs) Don't don't do it on the road or the patio. Do it on the earth, the you know, the grass, the earth, and you'll be surprised how connecting that can be. If you don't feel brave enough or you've still got snow on the ground, then don't take your shoes off, but take a glove off. Be brave. Touch the ground. And I don't want you to get frostbite. <laughs> I don't want you to hurt yourself. It's about connecting to the ground and noticing the the soil and then consciously looking for the elements consciously saying I've connected to the earth I'm now going to consciously connect to air I'm going to feel the air on my skin I'm going to really notice air I'm going to consciously be aware of my breath I'm going to hold my hand in front of my face and warm it up with my breath and just consciously tune in next tune into fire so notice the warmth of the sun. Maybe it's a cloudy day and there's no warmth at all, but the sun is still there. The light is still there. Perhaps you're doing it at night and then there's no sun at all. But hey, the sun is reflected in the moon. Look up at the moon and you see that that sun shining behind the moon. The fire is still there and there's a fire in you. You can connect by touching your skin and realizing how warm you are your temperature and feel the fire within you and last but not least connect to water you know consciously look where you are for some water you'll be surprised how easy it is to find right. and even on those really dry hot summer days there's water within you and there's water within all the plants and animals around you so if that's stroking your dog or reaching out and touching the grass stroking a flower feeling again the connection to your skin and the flow yeah. and pausing to notice all of those elements around you that's one of my favorites that's lovely
0: i always um, walk in the ground in my backyard with my bare feet on purpose (laughs) not even by accident i do it on purpose thank you so much rose do you have any self-care type tips that you would like to share or some things that have helped you in the past
2: um yeah uh so first of all that was very lovely judy thank you for sharing that um one of the things i think and and it's pretty uh pretty simple and anyone can do this so at the end of the day you've absorbed so many people's energies i mean elizabeth now that i know you're a teacher <laughs> you know I, I have so much higher level of respect for you well, because of <laughs> the angst the the energy you know you're you're getting a lot of energy and you're absorbing it and as yeah. a healer and a reiki master you know your energy and your aura is is out there so you're picking up a lot of stuff so what i tell people um is i i usually tell them, you know, if you have a a crystal or a quartz crystal or a selenite wand or not even, that at the end of the day to sweep your energy, just like we do in Reiki, right? We sweep ourselves, right? Just take your hand or physically peel people off you, whoever it is, if it's Joe or Mary or if it's the person in the grocery store whose name you don't know that was, you know, giving you a hard time or not even talking to you, but you were like, you know, the sound of the voice is still within you all these things that drain your energy, just peel them off you, physically peel them off you and or just take the crystal and uh, circle it around you a few times and clear your space. And then you'll feel very calm and centered and free of all these extra energy particles that you don't need to go to bed with, right? You don't
0: need to go to right. bed with all these people. No. <laughs> You know, it might be fun, but just very one night. Fun, so but still, I, yeah, I, I no, yeah. I, I I people can't see me, but I literally take my hand yeah. and brush my, my arms off, my shoulders, my whole body at the end of every session I yeah. brush and brush and brush. But people I, don't know that.
2: I didn't know that until I became a Reiki master or a Reiki practitioner, actually, and and um, started doing that. And then I was like, why if I could do it, why can't anybody else do it?
0: And everyone can, that's right. Everybody can. Yeah, the other yeah. thing I've I've noticed lately with some of um, clients that have been coming in, I've, I've been seeing a lot of younger people, teen, teenagers, and um, they have a lot of anxiety. And when I've been teaching them as far as anxiety goes, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, I'm just me. And but what I know is sometimes when you feel that feeling of what they call anxiety, which a lot of times is either in their their stomach or in their heart. You know, tension, anxiety. I t- I'm trying to teach them that of course you're worried about something. You might be worried about something and the anxiety and the feeling and all of this is real. However, did you ever, did you ever think that maybe what you're feeling is someone else's energy, anxiety? Because a lot of these people who have been, kids who have been coming in and I'm giving Reiki to, I can feel it. like. I don't know that it's theirs. Like, I don't know if it's their anxiety to, to, to have. And I also am wondering if they're feeling energy around them and they're just calling it anxiety because of what they feel when they feel that energy around them, if that makes any sense. So yeah. it's interesting, whoever's listening now, if you're, if you're someone who has a lot of anxiety, I think that you need to do either the clearing of your energy, the grounding in the earth, um, breathing, focusing on your breath, the five senses, what do you see here? Feel all of that stuff when you're feeling anxious and see if A, that helps and B, is it your anxiety? The other thing I do is a mental checklist. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling anxious. Yesterday at school, leaving, sitting in my car. <laughs> mm. I knew that I had it, I was having a panic attack and I knew why, but I do, I still sit, I take a breath and I say, why, are you, why is this happening? Is there something that you should feel this way about? or not. If I identify something, I pretty much rate it like, is this something you really should be worrying about? (laughs) And I try to just say, no, no, you shouldn't be. Or I'm like, I have nothing that I should be anxious about right now. So why am I feeling this way? And I'll literally look around and be like, okay, well, you know, in my case yesterday, I definitely know it was me putting pressure on myself, deadline, had to finish. Yesterday was the only day, like it was just building up so I know that's why I was feeling that way. But other times I do feel like it's whoever just entered the room. I'm like, you know, I can feel that. And I know it's not mine. So I've been trying to teach the teenagers that, which I think would be helpful mm. for them. It's also bad Sorry. kids are going through so much right now. Yeah. Well, thank yeah, you I'm for nice. your tips, you guys. You guys, have yeah. was fabulous. Yeah. You know, I'm You're gonna welcome. go take a bath and let all that stuff drain <laughs> away, right? You're all going to have to take a bath after the Zoom call. <laughs> Sorry, Rose. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So before we ask you the three famous questions at the end of our podcast, I'm going to give you an opportunity to share with all of the listeners how they can access your offerings, how they can reach you or follow you on social media, whatever you want to share with them, do so now who would like to go first rose do you want to go first sure are I you sure yeah okay yeah thank you thank uh,
2: you so, um i have a website at uh, www.rosewhippich.com that's w-i-p-p-i-c-h and i'm on social media on instagram at at rose whippich is my handle i'm gonna and, go
0: follow you right now hold yeah, on
2: yeah you know i have a lot of things on uh, instagram that i i do uh, reels I'm, I'm into reels now and I do a lot of little Qigong movements and uh, I pull cards or I just talk and um, it, it's you know I do I sometimes even do full moon and new moon circles
0: occasionally oh, that's lovely yes.
2: yeah so I'll, I'll you know I, whatever whatever kind of I feel like doing at the time and then on Facebook I'm Rose Whitbridge Wellness and um, as far as offerings that I have uh, I'm I, I do uh, distance Reiki. I also uh, do distance attunement and training. Do I, you? That's yes,
0: interesting to me. I do, I've been doing that. I'm listening, yeah. I'm just following you everywhere and social media. Oh, cool, media. cool, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Sure. Um,
2: yeah, so I've been doing that. I, I, I plan on doing more offerings now that I'm a Qigong instructor. I, I recently had a four week pilot introducing Qigong to people, just uh, reevaluating that offering and plan on doing that again. Uh, and and also I do any private teachings, and I I also incorporate a lot of life coaching. I mean, I feel because I've been around this, uh, on this earth for a while, and have all these tools that I'd like to offer and and help others, and I really don't publicize it as much. A lot of it is word of mouth, and people see me, and they come to me, and I always don't, I don't market a lot. I I feel that when people come to you, they come to you organically, because they're supposed to come to you, and they're meant for me to be a teacher mm-hmm. so I um I, I I I kind of work on that aspect that way as well and I I you know my whole thing is just helping trying to teach people on how to heal themselves right by, by sharing the tools that I learned
0: that helped me I mean you and know, that's why I mean, that's why you're a perfect guest on this podcast because that's yeah, what it's thank all about. You.
2: <laughs> yeah and and you know I want to empower people and guide people and I'm I'm not out to make a million dollars and be famous, I just want to authentically help anybody that needs it and to inspire other people. And so that's why I do what I what I do. So well, your story hope-
0: is inspirational. And I'm sure after hearing your reasons why you got into this line of work that people will connect with you. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I hope people will reach out and connect even just
2: to say hello, or have a question or, or anything to that matter. I, I welcome all new energy.
0: So, thank, thank you. you thank you and Judy so Judy I did see on your website that you have some offerings coming up and a, and a lot of them are virtual are they
1: all virtual they are at the moment because of the rules still here in the UK um, so they are all virtual until uh, uh, probably until May when I can start offering some some real life things for hip- but they will be here in the UK. But do you for- think that you'll do virtual and in person during that time? Definitely. So I'd actually started doing virtual before lockdown. I'd felt it was an important part of my offering. I've done things online, particularly with corporate audiences, um, but I wanted to take more to different to different people. But I have a real passion about. Um, Online live, um, you know, live learning, live lounges. Um, There's wonderful teachings available um, on YouTube and, um, you know, across different apps. But what I do, and what I imagine both of you offer as well, is that connection with a real life person, with a real teacher to ask real questions, the accountability that comes from sharing your path with others from hearing, okay, well, Judy is the teacher and she's found this easy, but Joe over there, he's found that really hard. Oh, thank goodness. I don't feel so bad that he's found that difficult. And Elizabeth over there, she said she's been practicing this for years and she found that difficult. Oh, I feel a little bit comforted and I can oh, ask a different question. Um, and I find that really powerful. So it's definitely here to stay and it means i can help more people and that's part of why i do what i want to do i want to support as many people with these wonderful tools that i've um, learned and evolved and um, love studying to to help more people to support themselves and to just echo rose it's all about helping us to heal ourselves to develop ourselves
0: so how can people get in touch with you or at least access your offerings
1: so my website's balancetime.co.uk yes I am in the UK so it's a .co.uk but that does not mean my offerings are not international so they are English speaking and as long as you can make the time I will offer a variety of different time zones Um, so uh, you may need to do a converter if I haven't got all the time zones there up on the list well Um, people
0: can use google that's how I figure things google is wonderful (laughs) what time is it in London and then I'm like okay Judy's gonna be okay because it's just eight o'clock it's
1: not (laughs) I thought it was Um, 10 o'clock
0: and I was
1: like oh no (laughs) yeah my offerings cover a real mix so I help people learn to meditate and build a practice but it's not um it's about learning to meditate. Often, I work with people who maybe have been using a, an app for years and kind of think that's the only way to meditate. And oh, but I get really stressed at work because I can't do my app until later. It's just you've become so reliant on the app; it's become a crutch to actually the tool of being mindful. Right. So what I it. tell
0: I tell all of my clients that they come for a class, and I say, you know what? I know this isn't probably what I should say, but you can go do this at home all by yourself, you know? Like, this is how mm-hmm. you do it. You can do this all by yourself if you need to. You don't, or I do suggest an app sometimes, but, you know, like they truly just need themselves, their mind, their body, their a seat, I don't know.
1: But it's about sharing tools and resources. And that's Agreed. that's what a mm. learning to meditate class is all about. It will share different ways of doing things. And yes, some of that means a meditation exercise that is glorious to have the accountability. Oh,
0: no, Judy froze for a moment.
1: With that. that. Oh, you oh. froze for a second, <laughs> but we
0: have you back.
1: Yeah. So I was saying there's an energy when you yeah. meet in a group. The energy we here. The energy
0: in a meditation class um in person is so much better you can just especially in this building where the building is definitely full of energy but um
1: there definitely agree. is that but there you can capture some of that online if you use the right resources and you set the right intention and right. uh all through lockdown i was wondering Running a wonderful meditation and connection group that was about sharing, kind of the challenges of each week, and then coming together in meditation to to be heard and held with that, and be truthful to yourself at what this week had brought up, um, and it created a really powerful circle. Have people interacting from across across the globe, which was really wonderful, um, and that's something I want to keep. You, know, it's been a real. Um, wonderful thing that I've learned through through lockdown is is that connection that comes when we are together and when we pause and listen to ourselves and begin to listen to other people's energy Mm -hmm. and then you meet face to face and you can do that powerfully but when you realize you can do it all across the world it's beautiful. Um, I also um, do have started working with the moon in different cycles. So I do different sessions around uh, moonology. Um, but most importantly, I have a series of events called Meditation Magic, which will continue a virtual version as well as a face to face version. And that is about following the Celtic wheel. It's Ooh. about connecting to the seasons. Mm mm-hmm about recognizing the earth that, that which we are a part of. The Celtic wheel, most of most of us know. Oh, the summer solstice and Halloween, surely that's it. Um, the the Celtic wheel uh, begins with New Year at Samhain, um, or Halloween as most people call it. Um, but sawen is is the original um, term. Uh, it goes through Yule, it goes into Imolc, um and the one we've just had, the Ostara, the spring equinox, so on and so forth. Um, but it that's, connects. That's with, really
0: interesting. I think with, with like different times
1: of the year. And when I first studied the Celtic wheel, I was a real. Um, hater of winter I was like I'm just gonna hibernate winter and winter's horrible and uh, it's no wonder I was depressed because I wasn't connecting to the world that I was Mm -hmm. part of Mm -hmm. and in doing this it enables me to see joy in every season to see and to see the gifts that we need to pay attention to we've become very very bad at paying attention particularly in the winter and particularly to our darkness, we don't like our shadow, we don't like those parts of us we don't like, and we think meditation can fix them, and we're just gonna, a bit like the bath, flush them down the plug hole, but in actual fact, some of the seasonal work, and a lot of what meditation is truly about, is, is making friends with your shadow, and making friends right. with those parts of you you don't like, Right. and, and working out Uh, I think, as Rose said, the lessons that they have to teach us. Um, So that's kind of how my offerings flow. So the website's a great place. I'm on Instagram at Hello Time. And I have a lot of offerings also on Facebook. I do Facebook Lives two or three times a week. Um, with little tips, which obviously you can access there, there in the back catalog. So you can watch them at a time zone convenient to you. Um, Facebook, um, search balance time, you should find me time for balance um, is where is the handle.
0: I'm totally following you um, right now too. <laughs> thank, you. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Okay, I, and I'll have to find you on Facebook. I do have it written down though, so I can remember to do that. Um, Time for balance, okay, good. Thank you so much, ladies. I'm so happy that you were able to come on. This was sort of a short notice um, podcast interview. So I really appreciate your time, especially since um, we're we're all going through some crazy stuff right now. So it's nice that we're able to stop, pause, learn a little bit, um, especially from people I've never met before and people who do very similar work that I do, but of course doing it in their own way. So i love that. Um, I usually end the podcast with my guests by asking them three questions. So, Rose, do you mind if I start with you again? Not at all. Actually, I'll start with you. I'll ask you both the first one, then I'll ask you both the second one, then I'll ask you both the third one. How's that? Okay. Okay. Good. But we'll start with Rose. Are you okay with that too, Judy? Okay. <laughs> so when you feel most at peace, what are you doing? <laughs> Okay, honest answer? I am uh, No, of course uh, I want an honest answer. And it doesn't uh, have to even be anything about it's, meditation it's, or yoga. It's, not. Or, okay. it's totally
2: not. That's I good. watch the, Gil- the Gilmore Girls.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that. Do you know what people always say that those those two women on there remind them of me and my daughter? I wish you got to meet Brittany. Oh, be so I nice. know.
2: Well, it reminds me of me. Anyway, not that I have a daughter. I, I've been watching that show since the year 2000. That show got me through I have twin boys when they were feeding in the middle of the night when they were oh, wow. six months and they were premature, they're premature yeah. babies. Yeah. And I would watch my show and I would just feel good and I would be at peace. And it just, I've been watching it over and over for years. And it, every time I feel good and I feel, I don't know something about the energy of that show.
0: Can and I tell you, that's the, my answer. The British baking show is that for me. That's what I put on. Really? I've seen every season Probably nine times now. I'm not. Right. I'm not exaggerating. Thank goodness it's on Netflix because I'm just like we're just Same here.
2: <laughs> Same here. And you know what? I, that's my answer. First thing that came to my yeah. head. And yeah. tr- honestly, yeah. I, I just feel good. Listen, there's no drama in
0: that show. They're just baking, <laughs> uh, which I can't do. And I'm like, I could Me do either. that, but I know I can't. But I'm just like, that looks easy. Yeah, I can't do that either. And the music yeah. is relaxing, and yeah. it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Judy. <laughs> <Welcome>. <laughs> Judy's going to be deep. I feel it. She's not a yeah. British baking show girl. I
1: I don't find telly very relaxing very often. You're watching although. the wrong
0: things. Yeah. I
1: did watch an amazing documentary. My octopus. My teacher. Oh, it I heard about it.
0: Heard about that? It.
1: Absolutely fantastic. It covers everything that we've talked about today, and okay, just I'll have amazing. to watch it. Amazing! Have you seen
0: the documentary Heal?
1: I have seen Heal multiple I times. I adore it. Um, very, very good. Um, yeah, big fan of uh, many of the teachers within it, especially uh, Dr. David Hamilton. I love him. Um, so follow him a lot. I had some training with him as well. Wonderful. That's great. Okay, uh, what's your answer? Go for so it. So my answer is actually getting out in nature that that is where I get to peace and it's not just any nature there's two particular types of nature that really calm me down trees always chill me out absolutely yeah being with almost any kind of tree will calm me I particularly find deciduous trees, and and being with their seasonality, great. But all trees, I I find, go and see a tree, go for a walk, go, spend do, do some talk, time. Do you talk to the trees? Of course, I, I do to too. Trees. I do talk to I them. Talk, talk to plants, and I listen. That's the other thing to do. Um, yeah, you know, yes, I hug trees, but I always ask their permission first. Oh, that's good and kind of really noticing what it means to step into that energetic space and feel that permission be be granted. Um, so yeah, being being particularly with trees, I also find the sea really powerful. Mm. Um, and uh, I don't live near the sea now, but I, I have done in, in my past and just blowing away the cobwebs particularly in the winter particularly those times when other people don't want to go there or even you know in the middle of the night um when I would always go with a group of uh, crazy meditators who uh, that I I went to university by the sea and um, and we would after clubbing we'd sit by the sea for hours sober up a bit and it would just be glorious and that was my peacetime. I love
0: that I love the ocean Um, I I think in another life I definitely probably died in the ocean so it scares me but it's a healthy fear (laughs) I understand how big and vast it is and so it puts my whole life into perspective I think that's what I get the most out of it and the sounds of course the water is very relaxing Um, but I definitely view it as this big expansive place and i'm just a tiny little speck so i you know i and i and i appreciate that <laughs> thank you are you guys ready for the next question yeah yeah go all right what is your favorite self help book or you can even just say any book because after the gilmore girls i'm wondering if there's a self help book or is it more of like a different <laughs> I don't kind know. of book yeah. Ask Judy first so that I could go look oh, at my. How could I
1: books. pick just one?
0: It's so true. It's oh. so true. I have so many. But if you had if someone would came to you and they needed help and they are like, Judy, I just I just need help with one thing. What what book, you know, like anything? Because I can tell you mine. Maybe I'll help you know, I don't know. I see I okay, so I can't say just one, but the one, if I had to say one. Is the four agreements. It literally changed my life. Changed my life. Okay. Especially what other people think and say about you really has nothing to do with you. Like it, it's all about them and where they came from and there. And and once I realized that they're not thinking of me, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's very freeing. It's liberating to know that the way people act is because of their background and their perception and their issues unless I'm a real ass and and I know that I did something you know I I that one was liberating for me so the four agreements be be true to yourself you know your thoughts and your words always do your best all of it just help a very easy book to read about this thick just sort of I read it over and over again just to remind myself that um I should live by those four agreements so that's one i have others i have others but that's just the one that i would hand out to my clients
1: okay. I, I i finding one really hard i might i might have to mention more than one um but the one that has been a real bible for me since i discovered it has been i heart me uh, by david hamilton and it touches on elements of many of his other books. I, I, I've read about seven, uh, seven of his books, six or seven of his books. Um, I find him very accessible, very easy to read. It's got a nice smattering of a bit of science and real practical and Hi- I Heart Me is all about the science of self love and how those messages we give ourselves, and there's some wonderful exercises in it but there's also some really wonderful stories that really connect you to places that you've been in and experienced and those stories that we tell ourselves those times when someone barges into us and is really rude and nasty or runs our feet over or done certain things and then the stories beneath that the layers and and then the stories that that you hold um so I found that really powerful and another one if i can i don't know if i can swear um of course you can (laughs) the original fuck it book by john parkin um and uh influenced by his wife gaia Pellini. um i have had so many transformative experiences with those amazing teachers in my life. Um, I am blessed to have been at their retreat center when John was writing that book. I got to read one of the early drafts when it was just (laughs) pages printed out in a rough old folder uh, before it became the international bestseller that it is now. And it's fun. It's light. It looks at this concept of energy and meditation um, and it swears a lot in context. Um, I love it. That's
0: perfect. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to download both of those on Audible when I hang up. Okay. Thank you for the recommendations. I'll get back to you on how I like them. (laughs) 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 All right, Rose, I think it's your turn. Are you ready?
2: Yes, I am actually. So um, I will share the book that changed my life. and it's not a bestseller, but it still shows up at Barnes & Noble. Yes, I do go to Barnes & Noble once in a while. It's called Living with Joy by Sanaya Roman. How do you and spell
0: Sanaya?
2: S-A-N-A-Y-A. Oh, Sanaya, and okay. She Thanks. actually channels the book, uh, so she channels it through her guides. And yeah. it came to me, the book came to me, and I say this because when I was going through a very bad traumatic relationship breakup and I found yoga I was my job brought me to Arizona and I went on a little side trip somebody brought me to Sedona I didn't <clears> know Sedona yeah I didn't know what it was at the, but I was meant to be there it was like this was 25 years ago it was wow. like nothing there walked into a little bookshop found this book brought it home read it and it just put me on this you know spiritual
0: journey not I feel like Yoda, anything that you take block. home from, anything you take home from Sedona it, it, it is was magical be,
2: it, it was magical I still read it I went and bought the other books in the series it just slowly transformed me I realized so much you see I came from an environment growing up my parents were Italian we didn't talk about stuff no and I'm Italian we were, too know, Rose yeah see we didn't yeah. talk about things we just you know we ate pasta and we you know we
0: We We things rose we yelled about things
2: we yelled about things we loved each other but you know we didn't have that because my parents didn't have that growing up so a lot of things i learned the hard way and this book just taught me just very basic things and it was a game changer for me and i still have it by my bed and i once in a while i'll open it up to some random page and i'm like wow and you know i'll share that with my yoga class so so that book just and, and it's all chewed up from my dog still and i just love it and treasure that book and so yeah, so that's the book that
0: changed just, your life, and it was from Sedona. Sedona is where I got my had my shamanic journey. Uh, wow, I got to yeah. go back. I have to go back too. Sh- sh- I almost called it Sedona. Sedona is where I went with one of my sisters, the right before I opened this business. Oh, cool. Yep. So I had my open house on Jan- January twelfth. And we went to Sedona like the 14th, and then I came back and was fully open on the 21st. So it was like a little trip in between. So yeah. it was really neat. Yeah, I'm. I need to go back. I'm
2: being. I feel called to go back for some reason. I'd love to go let's, back. I'd let's love go. to. Let's run. do a I, retreat.
0: Yeah. Oh, I just was saying that. My words were let's saying it. I want to do a retreat in Sedona. I'm there. Yeah. And we have to I'll hike help up. You.
1: The world needs to be open because I need to be on a plane. Yeah, yeah. we can't get there if you
0: can't get there. (laughs) Right,
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) And I'm not driving, not from here. Okay. All right. Last question. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I think I might know the answer, but if you could do anything in the world, time and money is not an issue. Anything in the world. It could be what you're doing now, obviously, but is there anything else you would want to do? either of you can start first
1: more of this
0: yeah Yeah. you mean what you're doing now
1: yeah so yeah yeah, i absolutely um love the gift of this work and i would give more for free yeah because of the gift of of giving and sharing and supporting people and transforming their lives i i yeah, you know, whenever I can, um, I, I give, and there's always um, I kind of changed my policy last year, um, and I always have a couple of places at every class. As long as I'm covering my costs, there'll right. be a couple of free places. Uh, because I really do believe in that giving and giving without judgment, you know, without, oh, well, send me a long, heartfelt email and tell me what, what your need is. Because everybody's need is different. Yeah. And some people may be financially comfortable, but in a damaging relationship and not able to access that finance and uh, no judgment, just come and be supported Um yeah and and if i can help you and then you can recommend me to others that's that's all that's, that's all wonderful I ask. yeah
0: um, i agree I'm, just doing more of this more of this more. more of this
1: yep
2: yeah. what do you think rose so i i actually say more of this and uh, you know for more for free as well but i i envision and i'm putting it out there intentionally um like a center where um different modalities come and go, but offer it for free for anybody that needs it. Uh, you know, somewhere on the beach, because I love the water as well, or somewhere near the ocean for that energy. But yes, just like a big community where there's just, you know, offering all these different classes and circles and just, I, I, you know, creating a beautiful tribe of people that uh, come together and, and do these offerings for free for people that need it. And, and also to help create more healers in the world i think the world needs more healers
0: i agree and i think everyone obviously has the ability to it just they just need to come to it when it's time yes just wish it was faster (laughs) because they can help themselves i mean they can help themselves you know yeah i know i think
1: go ahead i I was just gonna say although we've said more for free which i yeah i started it (laughs) um i also You know, would really love that there to be more recognition of the value in Mm. the services that Elizabeth, that Rose, that I offer. That it's there is great, deep value uh, in this. And it's life-changing value. It's life-changing. So that that can happen um, in other industries. I get very frustrated um, by some inquiries I have, and I have to say, corporates are the worst um some of them will pay but a lot of them of oh surely you know you you'll do this for yeah for free and just why no it's i'm trying to help well let's know, and I let's will bring, people let's who... bring the,
0: the conversation back to energy there yeah. has to be some form of an exchange of energy right. to be able to well to respect you have to respect the energy and i teach all of my students in reiki that there has to be some form of exchange whether it's mm-hmm monetary or it's Mm -hmm. whatever you decide there has to be an exchange so and and be okay with whatever it is that you decide so you have to respect what you do and your time and your expertise your training i mean you need you do need to get paid for that but yes to be and and it is valued but to be able to have like maybe a group of people that you offer like you said a couple of free spaces or like um, rose we were speaking earlier like a group of women who you would like to target like offer it something free for them but then you still have your client base too who well right you know there's right.
2: there's there's different communities and, and, and you know like right now i'm i'm learning how to um, teach yoga to veterans it's it's trauma based and it's volunteer
0: yeah.
2: um, and so that there's that aspect but but you're right you know i you can't do everything for for free because but i did is, ask you money
0: be, wasn't an issue so that's a fair But you answer. did say yeah. that right
2: so <laughs> so um it's a fair fight, answer yes.
0: and no judgment here either you would t- i no, would do uh, that too i, I, I would have realize. a you know they have everyone come and do it and the money's not an issue just come and learn i need everyone to know how to do this so they can help themselves i'm with you on sure. that one sure. we just went so on a I little mean, tangent about money and energy that was my problem <laughs> sorry i
2: think you're right though i think you, it was good that you brought it up it was very fair and 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 uh the fact that it is energy and there needs to be an exchange and you know um and we all have to have that intention, that our intention has to be good. I mean, listen, everywhere you go, people are putting out all these courses and asking for these. Money. I mean, it's almost so. It's it's so draining. <laughs> you're saying, you know, and um, I, I think it's great. And
0: um, but
2: yeah, I I uh, you know I just like you said, if money was no object,
0: right? You know, yeah. yeah, I would do the same. I, get- I would probably have a. Uh, I would probably do the same because uh, the reason why I got into this business was because I know how much it helped me. I just want everyone to feel the same way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so nice to talk to both of you. Yeah, this has been great. Thank you. Thank you. Really.
1: Your stories. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Let's keep connecting. That would be great. We could do this every week if we want <laughs> Yeah,
2: this has been lovely. And the energy's been great. I feel like I've known you ladies for a long time
0: actually. Like, it's just well, I think nice when you get into this business, together. you definitely connect with like people. Yeah. I mean, yes, we all have different stories, but we definitely connect on that energetic level. Um and Rose, you did read me right. I probably need a lot of self care. I definitely work too much. So I'm working on that, trying to balance and this 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 podcast, which is I love it. I'm, I'm glad you're doing
2: it, and it's a lot of work. I mean, editing. I know think. when I do, I do YouTube videos. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I'm spending hours trying to just put together something. That's and, when um, you hire
0: someone to do it for you.
2: I have two kids. I wish that they would do it for me, but yeah, maybe if, if I get them to uh, pay them a little, pay them a little bit, right, a little exchange, right.
0: a little and, exchange,
2: uh, <laughs> they'll help me out. But.
0: The exchange is unconditional love. Tell them that.
1: It's right. a <laughs> roof over their head.
0: It's, it's uh, on and the food, table. food. Yeah. Cereal, so food dinner. Kids. You got it. Yeah. That's the exchange. Well, you guys, thank you so much. Oh, I really do appreciate your time. Um, Judy, you. I know it's getting later where you live. Um, so have a good night's sleep. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Rose, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. You, you ladies you. were fabulous. Um, I hope that people reach out. I'm not sure how many people are listening, but that's okay. I hope people reach out and take advantage of some of your amazing offerings that you have because the world needs it. So thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for tuning in and joining us for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we're so grateful that you're here with us. I look forward to welcoming Britt back for the next If you have any questions or comments about the concept of energy, please email us at talktohealpodcast at gmail.com. We welcome any thoughts, any questions, any comments. Until next time, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease.